Hi there, welcome back to episode 3, season 2 of All About Employment by DC Recruiting. My name's Dave, and I'll introduce the topic for today, and that's going to be question types. So being able to identify which type of question is being asked will help you give the best possible answer. So by listening to this podcast, you will be able to organize the stories and experience that you're going to use in the interview based on those categories. Think of it as a filing cabinet in your head. You have different drawers with different information in it, and by listening to the interviewer, you'll be able to know which drawer to open and which type of answer to give. So first off, I'll list down the types of questions that we're going to talk about, and then uh, we'll get into them individually. So first are skill questions, second scenario or conflict questions. Next, you're going to have canned answers, and I'll explain what that means after. Number four, we'll talk about uh, their time to shine questions, and number five, Will be questions for the employer and at the end i'd like to tack on a little bit about uh, inappropriate questions how to handle those and and what you should do if you get asked um, an inappropriate question so let's get right into it here we have first skill questions so they are what what it sounds like i mean the reason that an employer is asking you a skill question is to make sure that they're verifying that you have the skills that you say you have and yes you may have gone through a screening interview already and you may have even, you know, gone on, had a first interview. Maybe it's your second interview, but a different person or or in your first interview, they may ask you to answer questions about a specific piece of equipment or software or something like that. So, for example, if you're a welder, they might ask you, okay, well, talk about a project that you completed, a short project, and what type of uh, torch did you use what type of whatever you know sorry i'm not a welder this is a bad example i'm sorry but what you know it'll ask you what kind of equipment you use and and how you went about doing the job and and your answer will show that uh, you know what you're doing right another example could be uh, accounting so they might want to talk about accounting software what what have you used what applications did you use it for do you know what this part of it's for even like even if you don't know how to use a certain part of software you, you know they're looking to see maybe if you know what it's for and then finally, another example is a dispatcher. So dispatchers for the trucking industry use all different kinds of software to track loads. And a lot of times they'll do billing with it too. So there's all kinds of software. So there's very specific questions that can get asked of an applicant for a dispatcher job. So those are the kinds of things you're going to see, those kind of questions you're going to see. And what the employer is looking for is it's verification. Employers are looking to verify that you have acceptable knowledge and the experience using the items or applying skills listed on your resume, right? So it's checking it back to your resume. Anybody can write that they know how to do lots of things on their resume, but if you can talk about it intelligently, then that's awesome. That's what the employer is looking for. So number two on my list is uh, scenario and conflict questions. So here an employer is testing your time management skills and your judgment. They want to get a feel for how you would handle, well, certain scenarios. So some examples of these questions are the the standard, I think they're standard, you know, the tell me about a time where you had a problem with a supervisor or a coworker, uh, irate customer, those kind of things, you'll, you'll hear that a lot. Or you can have uh, a question like, how have you handled adversity to accomplish a specific task, right? So you can get something like that. And then for the, for the scenario kind of, uh, straight scenario kind of questions, you can get something like, you know, you're on the phone with a client. And then a customer comes in uh, right after the phone ring or right after you answer the phone. But you have a report due in like five minutes to your boss. You know, what do you do? Like, how do you prioritize these things? You know, it's your judgment. How do you handle things? 
So that's a, those are the kind of questions you would get uh, for. I mean, there's all kinds. Okay, don't think that these are the only questions, but but uh, these are the types of questions you're going to see with scenario and conflict questions. So again, they they want to test. Employers want to test your time management. How long is it going to take you to do some of these things? And your judgment. You know, like what things? How do you prioritize um, items? We can move on to canned answers, and this is uh, this is a term that I, I like to use with these types of questions. Now, these are questions that you should always have a quick answer for, as in they're in a can. You just open the can and let the answer out. So canned answers. Employers are looking for good answers, of course, but they're also testing how prepared you are, right? You know you're going to get asked these kinds of questions. There's no excuse whatsoever to not have an answer prepared. So the common questions in this category are, tell me a couple of your strengths. Can you explain a couple of shortfalls in your skill set? Those kind of questions, strengths, weaknesses, all those kind of questions. What would a boss say about you? But those are your canned answers, right? And and don't confuse these with the next category, uh, time to shine questions. These are short, shorter, not doesn't have to necessarily be short, but shorter answers. And if they're saying give me two or three strengths, then just give them two or three strengths. You don't launch into your your best material if you want to call it that. Um, that's going to be for the next category. Um, time to shine questions. But so just to recap quickly, employers are looking, like I said, they're looking for good answers, but they're testing how prepared you are. If you go into an interview and you get asked, oh, what are some of your strengths? And you're like, hmm, what are some of my strengths? It's like, no, sorry, you should know that stuff. You should have it prepared and you should be expecting a question like that. So as previously mentioned, number four on my list of types of questions is time to shine questions. So this in the interview, this is the moment you've been waiting for. This is when you brag and you use all of your extra things that you didn't say yet, all of your soft skills, all of your uh, your best attributes, whatever, whatever, all the stuff that you have uh, extra prepared that you would want to say that you probably haven't already said. And a little bit of repetition is not a bad thing, okay? If you've brought up some of these things, then it's okay to repeat some of it because, you know, especially if it's a really positive thing, it'll help the interviewer remember it, right? But what is the interviewer looking for when they ask you a time to shine question? Well, they're looking for fit. That's what they're looking for at this point. So some of the questions you'll get asked, like time to shine questions are, why should we hire you? Why are you the best person for this job? What makes you stand out above the other candidates? Those kind of questions, right? So, and when you hear a question like that, a big open-ended question like that, that is a time to shine question. That is give them everything you got, show them how you're going to fit in with their team. And like I said, soft skills, it's also things like you're a team player, like stress teamwork so much, uh, a lot, pardon me, if it is, uh, you know, if, if it's that kind of environment, right? So very important time to shine questions. Um, if you want to put a big star beside them, those are the ones that uh, usually get people jobs. Uh, very important. All right, so the next category I have on my list are uh, questions for the employer. So, again, you're obviously asking them questions in this scenario. But what, what you, really what the employer is looking for when it comes to uh, questions that you're going to ask them, it really is about, I mean, yes, they want you to ask quality questions, right? It's like don't ask them what their favorite color is or something like that. But they're looking for your interest in the job by the types of questions that you ask, especially if you've picked up things along the way in the interview. If you've thought to jot them down along the way, it shows that you're really engaged. But also, again, it, they're looking for preparedness. Did you prepare a few questions to ask them after the interview? When someone says, no, I'm good, actually, I, you know, you answered all my questions. Like, no, you, you should have questions. You know, it, I mean, an interview is a, a two-way street. So they ask you a bunch of questions, you should be asking them questions. So make sure you have a few things prepared 
And just briefly, I'm going to go into more of this stuff after. I mean, this is just a brief introduction to what the category, how I think the categories are should be organized. But you can ask them about the interview process. You can say, "Hey, listen, am I, you know, do I get? Is there going to be another interview? Um, what, you know, how long? How long do you think it would take for me to, to hear if I'm the successful candidate? Something like that. You know, s- simple things like uh, PPE. Like if you're like personal protective equipment. If you're, if it's a, a skilled trade, like oh, do I need my own tools? Uh, is there anything like what's provided by the company? Like should I be preparing to 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 make purchases if I'm going to work here? Um, things like that. I mean, those are just a couple of little things. Like I'll go into stuff like that in more detail uh, in later episodes, but just a couple of quick examples. That's all. Okay, so I did want to touch on inappropriate questions. Now, uh, some interviewers out there aren't very experienced, and I don't. I'm not trying to make it sound like they're doing this on purpose. Like any any employer that would purposely ask an inappropriate question just to see how you will react. I mean, that's pretty wrong. Um, most of the time, these are just inexperienced interviewers that, um, they're, they're not doing it intentionally. They're not asking you an inappropriate question intentionally. So please keep that in mind and don't let your body language do the talking for you. If you get one of those, just try to be calm and, and I'll explain a couple of things that you can do if you get asked an inappropriate question. So now there are a lot of ways to do this. Um, there, I mean, you can look on the internet and there's a million different ways, no, really different things you can do, how to deflect it, how to, you know, a lot of words have been written and podcasts have been done about this, but I like to break it down a little bit more simply. And really your options, if you get an inappropriate question, your options are A, answer it, or B, don't answer it. If you choose to answer it, then live with your choice. If you, I don't, and I don't mean that in a negative way, just own it, right? If you if you choose not to answer the question, just be firm about it. Just say to the employer that, you know, I'm not really comfortable answering that. Can we can we move on? You know, and if they push it, then, you know, there's all kinds of scenarios there. You can just be firm. Say, no, I'm sorry. I just, you know, that's a little bit too personal. I think that I would like to uh, not answer that question. And can we move on to something else? A lot of people think that by doing that, it's going to have all kinds of negative connotations. The employer is going to get mad and not going to hire you just because of that. And you know what? Maybe in real life, maybe that does happen. I'm sure some people out there have stories where perhaps that had, they feel like that has happened, right? But think of it as, uh, you know, try to pull a bit of a positive out of it too. If it is an employer who has accidentally stepped over the line and they didn't really mean to do it, they actually may think more of you, not less, more of you by taking a stand and, and pushing back a little bit. So again, inappropriate questions it just it really varies where you live i mean i'm i live in canada and ontario and there's certain there's a list of questions that are not allowed to be asked wherever you live just i'm sure you can look it up on the internet somewhere of things that employers are not allowed to ask you Uh, prohibitive grounds a lot of times will be the term you can you can google Uh, but really it's a judgment call in the interview either answer it or don't answer it but if you choose not to then be firm about it, and and that's that's my biggest advice about inappropriate questions. And again, there's been all kinds of things written, all kinds of uh, podcasts about how to handle this sort of thing. I you know go out and look at some of other people's materials too. But I, I just in order not to to stress yourself out too much in the moment, just think to yourself, okay, I can answer it or I can not answer it. Right? Those those are the, those are your real choices. These categories, I'm going to make reference to them going forward in uh, subsequent episodes. And I, I really want to dig into specific questions. So my last, like the first three episodes of this series have been longer than normal. So you have to listen to me talk for a little bit longer. But this one here especially is, is pretty important because I'm going to reference all these categories going forward when I talk about specific questions. Um, 
So those questions that I sort of, you know, just when I gave a couple of examples, I'm going to really dig into some of those going forward to see, um, you know, to give you some good uh, approaches to them. And then if you know what category they're from in my filing cabinet in your mind sort of system, then it will, uh, it'll benefit you in an interview. You can think on your feet a little bit more. That's the theory anyway. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope everybody has a great day. Happy job searching. If you do get interviews, then, then uh, good luck. And um, that's all I have to say for today. So until next time, folks, uh, have a great day.